everyone, we're Almost Real, an honest talk between two friends, where Josh and Camille CG are going to talk about life. So, Josh, how you doing? Yes, <laughs> I'm doing great, Camille. Thank you for asking. I'm feeling pretty okay. Actually, that's not, I'm lying. But like, not in a dark, bad way. I'm just lying in a sense that I'm I'm feeling a little under the weather. I feel like I am getting sick. Uh, it's probably because seasons are changing, leaves are falling, grass is dying. And so is our immune systems. And so, so too does the immune system of this old man. Yeah, but other, no, but other than that, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling positive. I'm feeling awake. Doing well. How about yourself, Camilla? How are you doing? What's new in your world? I started driving. That's, I think, the most exciting thing that's happened in my life. Although that's not true. My daughter is starting nursery, which is also exciting. We had an introductory day today. It was interesting. I will start working soon. I found a freelance work. I'll do some things hopefully although they're very slow so i'll be looking for more to pack up the time i'll have um today in the morning the machine the, the car system informed informed me that it has low tire pressure in one of the tires and i was like oh no <laughs> this problem prob did you panic i did not panic but i did not like it um, because I had to do something with it, and I just bought this car. It was not supposed to have any problems for at least, I don't know, two months, three? Anyway, I had to go to a petrol, petrol station, basically, to inflate. Is that the word? My tires? That is the word, yeah. I did it correctly without checking the needed tire pressure for my car. And just seeing the tire pressure of the other uh, tires and adjusting the tire pressure of the one that the system was complaining about, according to these three, which turned out to be wrong. So we'll have to redo it tomorrow. <laughs> so, did you overfill it then? So or me. did you underfill it? I did not overdo it, no. I did less than needed. Less than you. Yes. You were, you were too cautious. I think so, yeah. So, well, basically, the tire pressure where it was the lowest, it was 34. All the other wheels were 35. And it needs to be 36. It literally is complaining in front of my eyes every time I turn it on. So I'm like, just stop it already. You're a bit too dramatic about this. But it doesn't listen to me. Very exciting stuff. <laughs> Very exciting stuff. Uh, and speaking of exciting stuff, Camilla, you told me you were very excited about the theme or the topic you had picked for this episode. So I'm having been having heard this a few days ago, you were excited about this. I've been so curious. So please fill me in. What is the topic of this episode? Of course, with great pleasure. So I've been sitting at the computer scrolling my Facebook feed when I've realized that uh -oh. I'm literally scrolling through pictures of a really, really old friend of mine who we haven't spoken with for in about 15 years, longer. The point was that we were kind of best friends and at some point to go. Actually had a few people like this. She kind of, she just ghosted me. 
she stopped responding. She stopped. She just stopped responding. And as she moved to another country, it's actually hard to keep the relationship between friends if you leave very far apart. And she was in the U.S. I was in Russia back in days, and uh, yeah, we were kind of great friends. I visited her. She visited me from time to time. But then one day she just stopped responding, and even now. I sometimes feel very sad about it, to be honest, because、uh, we were really good friends, and it's just sad losing people who you enjoy spending time with. And the theme I wanted to suggest today is、um, the, the ghost, the ghosted feeling. Did you ever have、oh, the ghost? Yeah, how to be ghosted? How does it feel to be ghosted? <laughs> For me, ghosting is you know you meet up with someone a few times and then you're like, hey, you want to hang out, and then you get no response. Oh, okay. Whereas if you've been friends for for a long, long time, that's just kind of like that's like just the natural drifting apart that people do, right? As we get older, we find out we have more responsibilities and things happen, and we start having less and less energy for the relationships we used to have. We have to prioritize. What relationships we have, so husbands, kids, things like that, work even that gets a higher priority than say childhood friends, and especially as we get older, we meet more and more and more people who might be at a similar stage in our lives. So they step in, and we we kind of we fit in together, and sometimes for a short time, sometimes for a long time,、uh, but eventually the fit. Separates, and if it if both parties aren't like committed to maintaining that relationship, usually it's just like a slow drift apart. What's nice, I think, about the kind of slow drift apart, as someone who has many friends who have slowly drifted apart, <laughs>、um, because I have met people from all over the world, and when I was doing a lot of improv and touring, there you know you would see the same people again and again. You build these like close. Very close, to very quick friendships, flash in a pan almost. But you know, if you're not going to these festivals, or they're not going, or you know, you're not maintaining that, then you know it's tough, right? It's tough to maintain、uh, those online relationships or whatever it is because life has so many things going on. The beautiful thing about those sort of friendships and connections is, I think they're very easy to pick back up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's very easy to go. I think to someone who you were close with, even for a short time, and just send a message like, "Hey, I was thinking about you. How hope things are great. Would love to catch up sometime." I think ninety nine percent of the time. But have I ever been ghosted? Most definitely. A hundred percent. I. <laughs> I can't think of anything super recent. The first thing that came into my mind, the first thing I thought of, was when I was in grade six,、um, and we are just finishing grade six in in Canada, at least not all parts of Canada. Where I'm from, school goes from grade one to grade six. Then you go to middle school, which is seven, eight, nine. Then you go to high school, ten, eleven, twelve. Anyway, so that that transitionary period from going from grade six to grade seven, going to a new school, I had my little friend group at the time. I think there was four or five of us. We would always hang out together, go to each other's houses, etc.、Uh, it was like the last day of school. We were 
walking where we we might have been walking to the next school to that middle school as on like a tour like this is your school next year let's take a look around meet some teachers etc i think we were on like a tour so we were walking to the next school it wasn't far away it was like a 10 minute walk um and they came to me like they came up to me and they said hey we don't want to be friends with you anymore we've all decided that we just don't want to be friends oh with wow you. well that's not really ghosted uh, they told you, they informed the, you that they stopped. They told me, they told me, yeah. Yes, uh, this is fair. Well, this is also a time before ghosting was a thing. Before it was, it was always a thing. No one actually called it ghosting. It yes. was always a thing. But yeah, so that was like my first experience like with like, I don't know, ostracism, <laughs> almost in a sense. Uh, yeah, and it was, it was wild too to kind of be like, oh, okay. Um, yeah, all right. And then I went to middle school and I made new friends and I had a new friend group. And then kind of the time when I went from middle school to high school, that whole friend group, that this was more of a ghosting experience. So within like the first couple of months of high school, my girlfriend and I at the time broke up and we were like 15, 16 years old or whatever, and not ready to be to like handle <laughs> what that meant and sort of slowly from there i started doing more like theater and stuff and they just stopped hanging out with me so that was like that slow separation where no one really said anything nor but it was like okay this is kind of kind of done and then from there it was sort of in my head like friendships always a very temporary thing and, you know, you have a friend for a little bit and then they leave, whatever that might mean. But I think I've always known, like deep down, why people may not want me in their lives anymore or at that time anymore. Like, ultimately, uh, like I can look back on things. Maybe it's just this ne negative brain I have being like, oh, these are all the things that you did wrong. But I get it. <laughs> like, I can be difficult sometimes. Just like anyone, all people, right? I can be, you know, hard to to be around or awkward. I can be very awkward. I can be very awkward, Camilla. <laughs> I can be very awkward, especially if I'm nervous. Oh yeah, I hate this. So it's not about you. I'm yeah, also so very I, awkward when I'm nervous. Well, I think all of us are awkward when we're nervous. Some people are so cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's there's there's just like you know I, like I've done things that have upset people. Of course, maybe intentionally, maybe unintentionally. I think if I'm being honest with myself, I can understand why, and not even like in a super negative way. It's just you know they might not have the time or the energy to deal with that in their life right now, or me in their life right now. And you know, at the same time, I'm also not great about keeping up with people. Like I'm just. I'm often not a very good friend. I'm very bad at following up. I get lost in my own world. So like if that happens to other people too, I'm like, I understand and I respect it. Just please, I will never be upset with you if you're like, hey, it's been three months. I saw your message. I'm sorry I didn't respond. Totally fine because I have done that and I will do that to you in the future as well. Guaranteed. I just hate it. I, I actually always had so much so 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 many problems trying to have friends that i literally when i was 
So I was born in the year in Russia when people usually did not have kids because it was like <clears throat> very unstable in political, economic terms. Just like now, but worse. I don't know, maybe <laughs> worse, different. It was like some kind of revolution, but more within the country, although it's like the collapse of Soviet Union. Union. I can't call it a within country thing. Anyway, so people did not really have kids. So my birth year, like people would usually head out with some people just basically from the same building where they lived. And I didn't have kids of my age. And my parents always struggled to find a place where I could see my kind of <laughs> year mates. Like, I don't know how to call them. Uh, and the kids of similar age. <laughs> Your peers? My peers, know. kids yeah. of similar age. Yeah. And I literally remember someone took a picture of me and some people I was hanging out in the yard of a building where we, where we were living. And there were like six people. And I hang this on the wall next to my table. And I literally counted all the friends I have. I was like, I have six friends now. And this was so sad. <laughs> friends is a lot of friends. Yeah, but they were not, they were not friends. really my friends. They were older or super younger. Anyway, it's just kids I saw. They were not really friends, but I really wanted friends and I was but desperate for friends. That and that was so sad. And yeah, and later on in my life, I never fit into any place properly. I was always kind of either too boring or vice versa, too extra people would thought, or I was always not at the right place at the right time. People were already like, for example, I joined the choir and I joined it when there was like a very established group before, like the troupe. No one knew almost came, just me and one other girl. <clears throat> and later, like three, four years later, a lot of new chorists came and they became a new team. And I was in the middle. I was neither with the old crew nor with the new one. I felt so stupid. <laughs> I was like, what do I do? So yeah, I came over to the US and a friend of mine introduced me to her friends. And these friends introduced me to their friends. And I, we hang out for a bit while I was in the US. And I came back for the next summer and we hang out again. The Brooklyn crew. <laughs> mm -hmm. It was fun. Uh, not at, not at the beginning because at the beginning I didn't understand a word they were saying. Cause Brooklyn teenagers, it's like the worst slang ever and the, the pronunciation of the words. When I was talking to their parents, I was like, why your kids are talking like this? I don't understand anything they say, but I do understand what you, what you're saying. <laughs> Why? But yeah, I kind of caught up real quick with that. And, um, next summer was super easy. And I hooked up with a guy. I didn't really hook up with him. We we're teenagers. We fell in love. What we thought was, uh, and we exchanged mm -hmm. love messages. This was a very, very beautiful love story. And, like this girl, she just literally stopped responding to some of my messages. So we were texting all the time. We had some calls while we were not visiting each other. And yeah, she just stopped responding like out of nowhere. And it was so long ago. I don't know what she, mm -hmm. she, <laughs> there is a lot of, there are, there are, there is a lot of love drama, drama. 
because mm. she fell in love with my best friend who we spent a lot of time in Moscow. The guy I was talking about who we met to discuss our psychological problems. Oh, yeah. You're like uh, like neighbor almost. Yeah. Live close yeah, to Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. And the thing was that they fell in love. They had a very weird story that never went anywhere. And maybe he was the reason. Maybe not. I was very upset that this happened. And even now, as uh, I, I would love to chat with her just to like, to ask like, yeah, how are you doing? What's happening in your life? How is everything? Um, how are your parents? Because I remember them. And they're really nice. And anyway, yeah, so um, I don't know about that. I can't do this. And yeah, and this guy, we've been friends for about 10 years. And we had, we didn't have a drama. His friend had a huge drama with a friend of mine. Also love drama, kind of love drama. More of a sex drama rather than love drama. Mm. And me and my friend, we got involved in the situation a lot, even though I did not want to be involved in that. And after this, things slowly started to get weird. And in the end, I literally asked him like, dude, just tell me if you don't want to be friends anymore or let's just go out for a walk and just talk it through. And he never responded. Mm, ghosted. Yeah. That felt so bad. I'm very happy that by that time I had a very good friend of mine who ghosted me later on. And I was very sad by this. Uh, but hey, we were like a very cool psychological support group. We lived very close to each other. We went to the same school. Mm -hmm. And anytime he had a problem, we just, in a minute, we were out in the streets just talking it all through. Or if I had the same problem, we would do this for me. I remember, like, I had a very brainwashing conversation after I told my parents that I'm going to a friend of mine who lived outside of Moscow for a night. They're like, do you understand what you're going there for? I was like, no, I'm just going to visit Frank. He's very busy. He's working. I'm working. It's like just a casual thing. They're like, no, he would have expectations. I was like, what kind of expectations is he gonna, is he gonna have? That you're gonna have sex with him. I was like, oh, why? I was so confused. <laughs> why? <laughs> They're like, cause you're going over to his house. I was like, so can't we just watch a movie? I thought. <laughs> And yeah, and there's there's something to be said for explicit communication. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for and for clearly laying out expectations. Yeah, but because you shouldn't have been in a in a in a you shouldn't have been confused by that. Yeah, and also like I don't really understand why it is expected from someone to have sex with you if they accepted your invitation to go to your house. It shouldn't be this yeah. way. I mean, it probably no. is, but it shouldn't be. And I remember telling my now husband that, like, this guy, the moment I came to his place, he actually finished a tennis session. He was playing tennis. He's, he was actually coaching someone. And uh, he said, I'll pop in the shower real quick and then I'll come out. 
And my now husband was like, well, that was a very, very red flag of what, of the guy's intentions. I was like, okay, I thought he just smelled real bad after a tennis session. That made sense that you want to take a shower. Why pop in the shower? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I, without knowing the full context of what did happen that night. Nothing happened. Uh, well, <laughs> nothing really happened. Nothing happened that night. Maybe, maybe he didn't expect anything. He did. He did. And when I, and we were, I did. Okay. Yeah, well, then, yeah. When we were lying in bed, he was like, Oh, you're such a good girl. Oh, gross. Oh, disgusting. Oh, right. Oh, no. Oh, I got. Oh, <laughs> Oh, I feel so gross. That's so gross. Same. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then he broke up with me very, very soon after this. Were you dating? Kinda, yeah. Yeah. He was a dick. No, really. Is, okay. <laughs> I was dating. I have a very bad dating history. And actually, before I met my husband, my idea was to stop dating at all because all the guys I ended up with were just horrible. Like this last guy, the one I was talking about right now, he also did things like he sent me messages about him being at a spa with his friends. And it would usually turn out that these friends are girls. And he would specifically manipulate me to being jealous while these girlfriends of him were just his friend's wives, usually. But he would tell me that mm. only in the end. He would just, like, throw the information to make me feel jealous. Or... Make you upset. And he yeah. also wanted me to come over. You. Yeah. And he wanted me to come over desperately. And it was also another thing for, kind of, to push me to come faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Textbook manipulation. Yeah. And yeah, so after this guy, I was like, no, this is, this is just insane. Uh, so when I was at this guy, we were still really good friends and we kind of discussed it all with him and it felt much, much better just to go through it all because this relationship was, was dumb and bad. And yeah, and he broke up with me over a text message. Of course. Of course. The other guy, the other guy dumped, dumped me without even telling me about that. Yeah, ghosted. Yeah, yeah, kind of, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, yeah. ghosting again. And so there, this guy, yeah, he broke up with me by text message because he said that he's not looking for a serious relationship now. And then in about two, three months, he got married and had a kid. I was like, fine. Yeah, good for him. Fine, man. I'm happy I did not end up yeah. with you. <laughs> oh, my God. Wild. A bit, yeah. Yeah, I do not have a good um, dating history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it all comes down to communication, right? Ultimately. And uh, if anyone listening out there is thinking it's easier, and I guess objectively it is easier <laughs> to not talk with someone or to not share um, your feelings and emotions on a certain topic or interest or whatever it is, it's always better to get closure, even if it is a bit more difficult. It will make you a better communicator, just in general, and will 
probably that skill that you build up through repetition will make you a better person, maybe? Able to deal with will make you able... It will be... It will help you deal with conflict in your life better. Avoidance is not a way to build the skill of conflict resolution. Resolution, not revolution. <laughs> Avoidance is not the way to build conflict resolution. As someone who avoids conflict like the plague, I could have used a little bit more conflict resolution, a larger skill set within that field. No, it's all—it's always better to talk. Um, and I—and I've it's hard though. It, it's it's hard. Hard, hard. Although it's so hard. To be fair, I—I'd rather hear people tell me that, like, hey, I just don't feel like I want to be friends anymore. Um, they don't really need to explain anything to me. Just telling me that straight to my face is just showing me their respect. That's all. And I think like dignity, a correct word here, but like there's some sort of like, yeah, basically mutual respect is so important. And the person who you don't want to spend any more time with just won't feel abandoned anymore. Because mm -hmm. I felt very weird after these situations because these were not random people. Even like of course, there are lots of people in your life who you meet for a few times and then you kind of offer to go somewhere and they kind of never respond. It happens, but this is usually, it's just, yeah, life gets in the way and this is a different kind of relationship. And here there's a long-term friendships that have been, have been established for a long time and that kind of hurts the most, I'd say. Mm -hmm. Also, I think it kind of, applies to the romantic relationship because they are felt on a different level among people and i feel like if you've established together that, that you're dating or like have a romantic relationship and you're ghosting this person or actually texting about breaking up i think this is this is just do not uh, only it okay you can ghost someone if this is an abusive, <laughs> if this is an abusive relationship or a toxic relationship, here's 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 the thing: is I think am I the right. abuser? <laughs> Without context, we have to assume yeah. Uh, no, um, I would find that hard to believe, given my knowledge of you and our relationship that we've had for the past what uh, eight years. But then people surprise you. Yeah, yeah, never know. But I, yeah, as I, as I was trying to say, as I was, the point I was going to make was there, there isn't a single answer to any given situation, right? You have to do ultimately what's best for you or what you think is best for you. And if you are in a toxic or harmful place or relationship, then hey, do whatever you need to do to get out of it. Yeah. If you're, if you're af just afraid of confronting a situation, if you're just afraid of hurting someone else, that's not a good reason to do, to ghost someone, I think. I think you want to push up against fears, right? You want to, you want to be able to kind of maybe push past, not blow past. You don't want to rush off into the distance, especially if it's an unsafe situation. But yeah. Definitely 
<laughs> like everything we say. Take it with a grain of salt. We're just, we're just, we're just talking. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be like, oh, Camilla and Josh said, I have to, you know, meet up with my abuser to give no. them closure. Absolutely no. not. And also no one, yeah, I actually hate this thing that, like, you have to do something because someone expects, expects it from you. No. No, you don't have no. to do it. No. You have to do what's best for you. So ghosting, I guess, what's, what's, if you were to sum up everything we've talked about, Camilla, yeah. into like one or two sentences, what would you say those sentences were? Oh, two sentences. But having friends is good. And if you do have friends in your life, just try to keep up with them. Ask them how they're doing from time to time. Ask your friends how they're doing. Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. I would say for my two sentences... Uh, about what we've just talked about for for an hour. I would say my two sentences are closure is nice to give. However, you don't need to, you shouldn't be expected to give it. Sometimes it's okay to ghost. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. And with those four sentences, I think we basically covered the, what we talked about. What a nice way of like kind of wrapping up that idea. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think we've covered it all. Very relationship, really. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's all about relationships. Relationships to your friends, lovers, uh, long-term relationships, short-term relationships, just strangers you meet and you connect with instantly, and then they leave your life, and you always kind of carry that little piece of yourself with them in it, and you're always curious: what are they doing now? What's what's happening with them? But, you know, maybe it's nice that we don't reach out. Maybe that moment just lives there forever and it's, it doesn't need to be anything more than what it was. Yeah, it's nice when it's home. Yeah.